Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hi there. This is Paul D'Souza, back at last uh, for another episode of Keeping It Real in Business and Life. My apologies that I have been away uh, dealing with COVID, moving from Sil- the Silicon Valley to New Mexico, uh, got on a 300-acre ranch, have rescued seven Mustang wild horses, and I'm also, <laughs> despite all that helping companies, uh, pivot and change and respond and morph and be different and survive and thrive in today's marketplace. So yes, I have been busy both personally and business. And on today's episode, I'm Polly is back. In today's episode, we are going to talk about some really practical, practical, practical approaches and strategies and things you can do to one be structured to win in today's marketplace, right? You've got to go from the bottom up. And uh, I'm also, you know, pivoting myself. I'm, I'm making some changes in terms of how and what I do on this podcast. So today I have the privilege of having a company that I work with, a person that I just love, absolutely love what they're doing. I want you to meet Shamil Mendes of a company called Evisio. Shamil, welcome to the show. Hey, Paul, thanks a lot for uh, inviting me to your podcast and uh, great to hear your voice. And, you know, it's, uh, it's been a while since we connected. So uh, glad yeah. to uh, have a conversation today. About you know, pivot. you know, one of the uh, one of I don't know. I just realized it was yeah. the end of the, the last sort of the last show I did was sort of what was the time when you really connected with me. Remember, we right. did the art favorite show with uh, uh, interview of a webinar, actually, with um the with the founder institute and you actually reached out and said you yeah. you you enjoyed that and then we got this beautiful friendship going so a lot of synergy here thanks looking forward to you uh, really drilling down on on what you're doing on the show so um yeah. let, let's just get right into it uh so for everybody that's listening right um what we're going to do today is give you just hands-on experience, hands-on feedback about really what some companies are doing, things that I'm experiencing, that Shamil's experiencing, where the business of helping business owners of companies, you know, on, and the range is basically, you know, two, three, four million to about a hundred million, right? We, we know our place in society. Everything I do speaks to that marketplace. So if you've got a small business, less than a hundred million dollars, listen up. This one's for you. Uh, so, Shamil, I'm going to dry, drill down really just quickly into level setting for the audience who VCO is, the company you're working with, and what what are you guys focusing on? Yeah, thank you. So, VCO is uh, headquartered uh, in the beautiful island of Sri Lanka, uh, where we have a group of really great uh, developers, English-speaking developers, and we have a good ecosystem of smart, vibrant talent out there. Uh, helping you know businesses really uh, provide uh, technology solutions, right? We partner with small and medium-sized companies to provide data security, application integration, process automation, and most importantly, business solutions, and at all at a very reasonable price. 
So I head up their sales and marketing uh, aspect of things. And, you know, what's really uh, got me excited is, you know, this, this pivot that we're at right now and how we have a great opportunity uh, to diversify our workforce. And, you know, uh, staff augmentation has, you know, come into the picture as well. So uh, really excited for this particular time. Good. Good, good, awesome. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, part of our connection, if you guys listening, <laughs> if you've never been to Sri Lanka, you've got to put it on your bucket list. I actually went yeah. to school there when I was a kid, when I was in the third grade, and I remember Sri Lanka like it was yesterday. I haven't been there since, what, 72? Uh, you know, I'm dating myself. Uh, but it, guess what? It was a British colony, so everybody speaks English pretty well. They're very, very highly educated. Uh, you know, they are very kind people, very happy people. So you get a very deep sense of customer service. You get a, a very deep sense of commitment to doing a good job. Uh, and then they speak English. So it's much easier for you to manage a team out there. Uh, island people are always fun people. So I appreciate that, Shamil. Now, uh, you also, if I may, Shamil, drill down a little deeper Oh, I'll fill in the blanks for you. You were a little humble in terms of the capabilities of Vichio, because I know that I know the backstory. But Vichio has been around for about 20 years, and these guys just sold uh, a division. They had built commercial-grade software, an ERP system uh, for small businesses uh, that you know just got actually acquired by a larger company. So they have the ability to really do some heavy lifting. And I say that because that's part of the DNA. The company's been around for about 20 years. And I, as you listen to what uh, Shamil is doing, and I'm actually, they're one of my clients, right? I mean, uh, that's the reason they're on the show because I know what they're going through. I helped them with this pivot, right? And what they've done is they've taken this pedigree of uh, capabilities, building commercial grade software and have pivoted now to help small businesses. And Chamil, you had listed those three or four things. What was it? Uh, in the areas of security. And then you said, what was it? Application integration and yeah. process. process can, you drill down, can you drill down a little deeper into those three areas and why that's important for small businesses today? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, current marketplace, what we're seeing is uh, that a lot of CEOs are uh, very nervous about revenue generation, right? And CTOs and uh, CIOs are under a lot of pressure to reduce costs. And basically, you know, do, do more with less is the mantra, right? So, yeah. and, and you see that a lot of leaders and a lot of people are more comfortable working with a distributed work environment, right? And so with the distribution comes security. Security becomes very critical, right? So what we're doing is we're really supporting our clients to make sure that employees have all the applications, all the tools, and all the interactions that they have with not only their internal teams, but also with their clients and external individuals are in a safe, secure environment. So security is a big thing. Data security is a big thing. And then also making sure that everybody's able to communicate in a secure environment is critical. Yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, let's go a little deeper into security. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. So there's, there's, there's one fact. Like people 
employees or companies have, have are really almost requiring 80-90% because some essential workers are going to the facilities, but a large portion of their employees have to work at home, right? I mean, they're saying work at home, leave town like Silicon Valley. You can leave the Silicon Valley. You don't, like Facebook said, Shopify said, I think uh, some other companies have said for sure. For the foreseeable future, you don't have mm-hmm. to ever come back into the office. But if you move, we're going to reset and recalibrate your salary. I mean, so those are like permanent business decisions. Now, yeah. that's a fact, yeah. right? That's a yeah. fact. And part of your response is, okay, now that that has happened, question to you, Shamil, I think I know the answer, but verify it. The, the From a security and a data protection standpoint, does not the routers at home of these employees, the remote employees working from home, sort of now are get into the fold of the corporate um, environment, the the network? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, so think about a family of four, right? So they're, everything is being done at home. They're working from home, they're studying from home, they're playing from home. So you have a mother yeah. who's a sales manager who's, you know, uh, making virtual calls. You have a father who's uh, a finance director dealing with sensitive numbers and connecting to Zoom on an hourly basis to his team. And then you have a 12-year-old a daughter who's doing virtual schooling from home and a 7-year-old kid who is playing a video game with 100 other kids. Now, all of that is being done with that home router, right? And so yeah. security becomes a big issue and the transmitting of data, right, is run by the home router. So cybersecurity becomes very big, and you know uh, the common mis- misconception with small businesses and medium-sized businesses that they're not prone to cyber attacks, and that's not really true because you know these days even small businesses and uh, medium-sized businesses are working on the cloud, right? So right. everybody is susceptible to hackers penetrating and retrieving data. You know one of the studies that uh, I was reading was run by IBM that said small businesses, um, on average, it costs small business about $7.8 million in cyber attacks. $7.8 million in cyber attacks. So that's a lot. And a lot of uh, small businesses don't think about what are the risks of, uh, you know, having a distributed uh, work environment and uh, making sure to, you know, focus the culture about data security and cyber security. Totally, it totally makes sense. And I just had another scary thought, uh, Shamil, which is, what about uh, you know a cousin or a neighbor or you know a friend coming over? Uh, yeah. God forbid, a prodigal son, right? Uh, or the yeah. brother that you know has a checkered past, looking over the shoulder of his sister or or his other brother's uh, you know computer. And, yeah. and actually, actually visually being able to see customer data, credit card numbers, things like that. Uh, exactly. Isn't this also a threat, you know, and, and something that companies have to maybe, uh, you know, be, make sure that when they're connecting, doing application integration or they're making information available to the employees do, uh, working at home, do, do they have to be sensitive to this level of security? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, making sure that, you know, when the employee walks away from that computer, it's shut down in 5.3 seconds. That, that kind of stuff needs to be implemented uh, so that, you know, nobody can extract information from, 
from the device and also mobile devices, right? So not only a laptop, also your mobile device and your iPad. And if they're accessing uh, your network through a personal uh, personal uh, email address or something like that, we have to make sure all of that is secure. So having a good VPN connection and making sure everything is encrypted and having the right firewalls are very critical for these types of scenarios. Wonderful, wonderful. So you guys can actually come and do an audit question and, and, and sort of review uh, the security infrastructure, the IT infrastructure of small businesses, nonprofits, people like that, and say, hey, let's take a look at what's going on and then figure out, implement the step one, step two, step three. You don't have to eat the whole enchilada at one time, uh, but you, you can sort of say, we're here, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of the threats and then slowly build out a secure environment. Am I sort of absolutely. putting words in your mouth and saying that correctly? No, no, you're, you're uh, absolutely correct. So we can do come in and do that secure, initial security audit and make recommendations. We have a senior cyber security expert on staff uh, that has worked with Fortune 500 companies and continue to work with Fortune 500 companies uh, to do that audit and make recommendations. And so our team can implement those changes, right? And yeah. simultaneously, we're also able to analyze the processes and see where are some of the bottlenecks, right? How can we improve your employee experience so they can provide better service to their customers, right? So the right. automating processes becomes that second step. After we address that security component, the um, process improvement becomes our second step so the employees can have a better experience. And then, you know, then we want to take a look at customer experience. Are your customers having a good experience? Let's analyze that. Let's put a survey together, analyze that process. Because, you know, when I used to work at J.D. Power, we did a lot of research on how employee satisfaction is linked to customer satisfaction, right? So well, managers have to really – go ahead. Did you want to say something there? Yeah, no, you, you, that makes a lot of sense. I remember Chip Connolly, uh, yeah. who – he, he sold Yadaviv, it was a hotel management company for $500 million, and then he went, I think he, he may be still involved with Airbnb, uh, but yeah. he actually wrote a forward on my book, uh, the, the Market Exchange Have You. His whole, he had a formula, and I forget the name of his, his philosophy that he, he drove Yadaviv with this company, but yeah. he basically had a big heart in the center, and on the left of the heart was employee engagement. And he said, if you take care of your employees, and he did, he had 2,600 people that cleaned toilets for a living. They wow. were, he, and he focused on them. He literally focused on them. And he said, listen, I have a 3% or 5%, like, you know, significantly less amount of turnover, turnover and attrition of these people that clean toilets for a living. He took care yeah. of them because if they were happy, that's what yeah. the customer would be happy, right? Because they clean the rooms, they, they'd be, they'd be client-facing, customer-facing in these really exotic, you know, boutique hotels in San Francisco, right? Uh, yeah. And I've stayed with them. They're gorgeous. Each one of them had culture and, you know, character, and, and you had an experience. And he said if the customer was happy and they kept coming back, and in fact, in the early days when oh, Hotels.com and all these, and, you know, uh, price, whatever, you know, these hotel uh, booking online things happen, he stayed away from them. He said, because they are taking 30, 40% away from my bottom line and my employees. How can I take care of my employees? So his mm -hmm. customers would go directly because they had such a good experience and book with him. And guess what? His final investors were happy, right? So customer engagement, 
was good because employee engagement was good and uh, and financial the investors were happy because customers were coming back. So Absolutely. you bring up a good point. You are saying, hey, let's automate. Right, the applications your employees have to use. So when they're at home and the kid is screaming and all that kind of stuff, they can very quickly access information they need to take care of the customer. Now, yeah. that begs the question, uh, Shamil, and, and do you guys then can, because when you talk about automation, the left hand has to start talking to the right hand. You've got to have maybe multiple applications that are talking right. to each other and work, understand the workflow understand yeah. the uh, the standard operating procedures. And if you're automating, then can you connect data? What do you guys, what's your response to that? Absolutely, because you know we wanna make sure that employees have all the resources that they need at their fingertips, right? So that yeah. when they engage with their customer, they can add value, they can add that human element uh, into that interaction. So we want to make sure that we're connecting, as you said, is the left hand speaking to the right hand, so they don't have to put the customer on hold, or they don't have to get back to the customer two, three down, uh, two, three days down the road, right? So that they can solve the problem, they can provide the feedback, they can provide the value right then and there while they're on the call or while they're interacting with the customer uh, right there. So we definitely have the technology and the know-how and how to connect your backend and make sure that your employees are having a good experience so they can provide that value. Um, awesome. Awesome. Training your managers. No, training the managers is very important, right? Because what we're seeing is there's a whole new generation of employees that are entering the workplace, right? So you can't really be a boss anymore. You have to train your managers to be a coach, right? Really investing yeah. your employees, uh, making sure that you know they're provided for, giving the regular check-ins and things like that. And that's where the culture comes in. Is is your company culture in a way that is grooming your employees, right? Take care of the automated stuff and you know automate as much as possible, but keep a good enough talent on the seat at home, working in a distributed environment and provide value to them so that they can become coaches rather than bosses. That's nice, that's nice. You know, in, and also uh, I anchored in on the word training, right? So yeah. you talked about training uh, because now the, the man, I think everybody needs to be trained in this new work environment, right? In this new code uh -huh. environment. Uh, but before, before I dive into that, let me just check in with everybody that's listening. Hey guys, if you'll have just come on board, sorry. Samili and I are just rocking over here, having a conversation. Guys, this is very real. I keep it real in life. I mean, why the hell are we talking to people? We're trying to make a sale, right? You need help. We solve real problems. I keep it real on the show. This show is about me coming back in the COVID marketplace, but I'm coming back with solutions that you can use right now with somebody that I trust because they're one of my clients. I help them with the pivot. Are you pivoting? Have you already pivoted? It's almost too late to try to pivot today. Guys, you've got to be structured to win. If most of your employees are working at home, guess what? Security is an issue. That's what, uh, that's what we were talking about earlier on the show, if you missed it. Second thing is your data has to be connected. Your left hand has got to talk to the right hand. Give your employees the tools they need, right, to do their job. Because if you give them the tools, guess what? They'll be happy employees. Happy employees create happy customers. Now, if you can then automate the process, 
give them the tools, and then simplify the process with automation, use technology, which is what Samuel was just talking about, right? The left hand is talking to the right hand. The employee is super happy. Data is secure. Customers are taken care of. We're keeping it real. We keep it real so that you can rock your business out. The opportunity in a COVID marketplace is that you have to do business differently, right? It's here to stay, guys. I don't care if the vaccine's coming up. If it comes up, it's coming up next year. Nothing's happening this year. How are you going to How are you going to enter Q4 in a few days and rock it out? How are you going to put food on the table Christmas time? Right. My point is, your business cannot wait. I just was texting somebody this morning in New York. I'm like, guys, he wants to start working with me, and he keeps delaying. I'm like, you don't have time to delay. There's a certain pressure here. There's, you know, the, the holiday season is coming up. Guess what? Transactions happen. People are not. You can see, sturges happen. You know, Fourth of July happened. People are gathering. Should they gather? I don't know. I don't want to get into it. They got to take care of themselves. But guess what? Transactions are happening. Now, if transactions are happening, are you structured to win? I'm talking to Shamil here because they have an IT services company, an IT team that has not just got people available, and I think you should. Uh, Shamil, by the way, I, I'm jumping it back to you. I think because this is – I want to wrap the show up. I think the show – we should have you back two or three times because the more you were talking, Shamil, about security – uh, but connecting the data, I think, and I'm thinking aloud over here, we should maybe yeah. come back and just one episode each. I'd like you to come back, you know, in the next couple of weeks or so, and sure. with, ex- with really specific details, right? So we keep those short and sweet, and we'll maybe do three shows, uh, one for security, one for data integration, and one for what you call business, the, the process, right, automation. Uh, so our listeners can actually, you know, guess what? If somebody, they can do things themselves, I want them to, but it's about education, right? Let's educate people about what you're learning in the market. I'm learning the same thing, but you, you're actually doing it, right? I, I just, I just, you know, <laughs> I bark a lot. <laughs> you know, you got to know yourself, right? I know where yeah. I stop. I know where I start. I see the future. I see around corners. That's my value add, right? And I connect people together. I'm that guy you want to know because if you need help in business, I know a guy, right? Yeah. Uh, I, that's the value. But you're you're there where the rubber meets the road. You're there holding hand, you know, the, the hands and helping people through. I remember you had done some work with some nonprofits recently, right? Helping them secure data because of fundraising and things like that. They were going through so many challenges. That's what I'm talking about. So why don't we wrap this one up? This is, it's just been great information. Is there anything else you want to say, but then I want you to definitely come back two or three times and let's drill down deeper in these three or four sections that uh, focus areas that you guys are doing. Um, any more, do you have any questions, any uh, wrapping uh, final thoughts that we could use to wrap up? Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea in terms of coming back and really diving deep into security, data process, data automation, and you know providing value to your customers. Because ultimately, if you're looking to build a brand, right, you want to have yeah. a loyal customer base, and you have to make sure all your back office is 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 set, so that when the customer experiences you, that you're seamless and very organized and able to provide a lot of value to to them. So I'm really excited to come back and, you know, provide value to your listeners and, you know, provide some of, some of those tips that they can implement, you know, 
instantaneously almost, you know, thinking about their business at a larger sense and making sure uh, their environment is secure, their uh, processes are automated, and their employees are happy. Okay. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. So I appreciate it. Uh, just stand by. Uh, well, folks, there you heard it from Shamil with Vicio. Uh, Shamil, uh, what is Vicio's uh, email uh, website, and how can people get hold of you uh, if, they, if they have any questions? Yeah, so they can uh, email me directly if they have any questions. Uh, Shamil, S-H-A-M-I-L dot M at Evicio, E-V-I-C-I-O dot com. Or they can call our 800 number, 888-238-4246. Uh, or they can also go onto our website, uh, Evicio dot com, E-V-I-C-O dot com. So uh, glad to connect with you guys and, you know, we want to really partner with uh, small to medium sized organizations in helping them design the new tomorrow. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, no, thank you. I, lo- I love the work you're doing. So, the website, we'll also put uh, the website in the description. So, try to find us. And, guys, if you have any questions, just call me uh, or text me, right? Uh, uh, sales at gmail.com, P A U L D S O U Z A dot S A L E S at uh, gmail.com, or you can use my personal email. Uh, but actually, I take more often, to be honest with you, it's just Polly the Prophet, P-A-U-L-Y-T-H-E-P-R-O-F-I-T, Polly the Prophet, at gmail.com. Uh, but you can find me, you know where I am. Uh, I'm all over the place, especially also on LinkedIn, which is a very good place for Shamil and myself. Uh, but but check in, you know, check back in with us. Uh, Shamil, I'll definitely set that up. I think we should do like a mini series, three or four of these, these conversations. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, everybody else that's listening, uh, please hang in there, take care of yourself, keep it real. You know, when I say keep it real, I mean in business, you've got to make sure that you're taking care of your customers, you're taking care of yourself, cash flow is king, right? Uh, there are a few polysms, uh, new polysms. Uh, one is, you know, uh, customer engagement is not what it used to be. It's, you've got to learn how to qualify. I might do, that may be my next uh, episode about qualifying. It's a very different marketplace. I apologize. I've, it's, I've been away for a while. But I've been really busy working with clients, and I've, I've learned a lot about how to do, how to rock it out in today's world because I am doing that with people, including Evisio, like we're talking about. Uh, there's a lot of areas in business, in society rather, where businesses are doing well. And I, I want you to be part of that uh, growth phase or, or part of the marketplace, right? There's a lot of opportunities. So I want you to get that. With that, I'm going to wrap it up. Have a great rest of the week and we'll talk soon. Keep it real. Take care. Bye-bye.